On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Donlinger Construction, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, Pepsi, and by I Cryo Recovery and Wellness. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Cripps. Newman Jets baseball is back to work this weekend, taking on Central Oklahoma. We'll have the coverage for you on the Newman Jets Audio Network. The Jets 11-17, and 5-8 and eight in the MIAA. It is hard to believe that we've already got 13 conference baseball games in the books. Coach Drew Mouse joins us for Episode 92 of the JetCast. Coach Appreciate the time. I know that uh, a little bit of a weather challenge this week, trying to get those games in, but uh, never an easy trip up to Central Missouri. How do you feel like the guys fared up there in Warrensburg? Um, I thought we played okay. I mean, we had uh, one bad inning in, in game two, in Asher's game, um, where we just didn't make two plays, two or three plays. It led to eight runs. Um, and then in I thought Garrett threw well um, on on Sunday in game one. Um, just some unlucky stuff happened. And then um, I thought we competed competed our tails off yesterday um, and, you know, had a unfortunate play at the plate that I thought I thought we got the guy out at um, the plate. We had a bang-bang play at first base that didn't go our way. Um, that led – that allowed a run to score on that play. Um and then you know they're they're good and <laughs> they are um you know they they kept the pressure on us the entire game and i thought i thought our guys did a good job of answering um you know when when they scored you know we came back and scored and kept it close and you know we just got to be a little better next time well and and something that we talked about last year as we went through the season is you felt like there were some series last season as we discussed last year that you felt like you guys didn't necessarily get better inside the series do you feel like you it feels like you guys have gotten better not that you've been able to sweep teams Mm -hmm. this year but it definitely seems like you showed improvement against central missouri as the series went on yeah uh you know i think the one series that still eats at me is the washburn series uh this season yeah this season still eats at me you know we had uh, garrett threw fantastic in game one um, I, I tried to pull a rabbit out of the hat in the, in the bottom of the ninth, um, with some, uh, defensive maneuvering and everything like that. And they had, they had a sack fly, um, to walk us off. You know, we were up seven runs, um, in game two and, you know, make a throwing air, um, not catch a ball in a double play. And then it goes, Jam shot, cap shot, ball down the line, and now they're up. Um, sure. And, you know, we had – I think we lost 19-12 to 12 or something like that, and we had given up 10 unearned runs that game, um, and everything happened with two outs, and it, it that was frustrating. And then we, you know, climb out of the – climb back on game three and, and get walked off again. So, um, you know, the one thing from – that we, I've tried telling our guys is that they're – they're one of the top three teams in the conference, and we're right there pitch for pitch the entire game. Um, you know, we play Central Missouri, and I don't think 
I don't think that they are hands and or I'm sorry, head and shoulders better than us. Um, but they do smaller stuff that that allowed them to to win games that we're still sh- struggling and and trying to do better. You know. Well, you mentioned how you've been able to perform against some of the top teams in the MIAA, and obviously this year getting a big top 25 victory over our number 21, Roger State, uh, to kind of open up the conference season. And Garrett Van Deventer is going to be coming up here as we move forward on the JetCast, and then we'll get back in touch with Coach Gustafson to talk softball here in a little bit. But, uh, boy, Garrett, he was great, and, and I, I know that that win against Roger State, boy, that, guy, that sent you off in a, in a real positive start to the MIAA season yeah he, he's been great um this year um you know Asher's been up and down Nate's had really good outings um he's just been unlucky at times um but Vandy Vandy's been very good at, at at least um giving us a chance to compete for the entire series um and not just you know one or two games or whatever and um you know our offense this year is a little different than it was last year. Um, last year was more gorilla ball. We're just going to try and hit the ball out of the yard a lot. Um, you know, I feel like this year we have a lot more um, versatility with what we do. Um, we haven't struck out a whole lot, which is good. Um, we've walked a lot more. Um, we, you know, we put pressure on teams. And, you know, I think that Roger State series was, was big for us in order to do that, to show the versatility that we have. Um and given the opportunity with good good pitching outings that we can we can hang with everybody. Well, so. and you guys had won five of your last six mm-hmm. going into this series. You got the series win over Missouri Western, a couple of non-conference games, and then in your midweek series, you got the, every team in the MIAA plays one midweek series that they will play on a series of Tuesdays, not necessarily all consecutively, but you play one series. You have two at their place, one at your place, right. uh, or vice versa. This year, the Jets are the road team in that series. So you go on the road, you get game one at Fort Hayes State. So, you know, coming back, I think that was coming after the Washburn series. So you have to be really pleased with how your team bounced back after that disappointment to go on a little bit of a run there. Yeah, uh, you know, I think it it goes hand in hand with uh, what we talked about in the preseason preview. Uh, You know, we have the the mental maturity to do things – um, is, is that focus allowing us to do it, you know, and we, I, I just told our team yesterday after the game that, um, you know, our, our defensive output, um, the things that, that show up yesterday didn't happen because we didn't do things right yesterday. It happened because we didn't do things right two weeks ago. Um, and so, you know, after the Washburn series, we actually got back to work. We started focusing more, getting better. And then we reel off five in a row or five of six or whatever it was. Yes. Um, and we, we feel comfortable. We feel confident. And maybe we take a break here from doing this the right way or take a break here from doing that the right way. And then that catches up this weekend. And so if we want to be good in two weeks, we need to make sure this week and next week that we do – do the right things, make sure we're disciplined in our in our focus and everything that we're trying to do. How so. do you have to stay disciplined this week with obviously a much different buildup to the week? On Tuesday, you guys take the day off, coming back after the Sunday-Monday series, a doubleheader, kind of going back to the old Heartland Conference way of doing things. Uh, because of the weather, it was, you know, it was cold down here in, in Wichita. I can't imagine what it was like up in Warrensburg. Oh, it was warm. When it was- <laughs> 
85 degrees, sunny, when you guys no were, wind whatsoever. We're supposed to play that series, but, you know, in terms of that mental focus, how do you guys have to kind of make sure you do stay focused with a short prep week to get set for the Broncos? Well, I think the one thing that is a good thing that we haven't had in a couple of weeks is we get an actual day off and a no time midweek. To, not time to relax. Yes. Um, you know, we went. I think I counted at one point it was either 13 games in 17 days or 14 games in 17 days, something in those, in that realm, um, which is is very tiresome. And well, you know, I think you guys have like midweeks the next month. It seems like yeah. next four weeks, I think. Yeah, but there was the the one. I think it was the um, the way that it was scheduled. We got moved up. Yeah, because Washburn, we went. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, And, you know, before before all that stuff happened, I was like, this is pro baseball. Like, welcome to pro baseball. You're going to have to figure it out. Um, You know, we try to change some of the things that we do from a practice standpoint where we did more more work on game day. Um, But then on the days that we gave, like, you were not doing anything today. Like, don't come in and hit. Don't do anything. Um, so trying to give them the extra day off this, sure. this week has been uh, will be, I think, a good um, time for us to, to take a break, um, you know, re-energize and everything and get our batteries, get batteries recharged. Well, so. let's talk a little bit about Central Oklahoma. Once again, you could watch those games on the MIAA Network, the MIAA Network.com slash Newman. Listen at NewmanJets.com slash listen. And this is a UCO team that had been playing very, very well. Um, you mentioned some weird things happening. Some weird things happened in game three of that series against Fort Hayes State. Uh, but this is still a UCO team that leads the league in ERA coming in, so they've been pitching the ball very, very well. Not quite as good offensively as they were a season ago, though. Mm-hmm. So as you've kind of started to get ready for the Broncos, what are the things that pop out at, to you about them? Um, I mean, we have to we have to make sure that we have good approaches at the plate. Um, you know, we have to put the ball in play. They're very good defensively, too. Uh, but we have to put the ball in play, um, use our speed to our advantage at times. Um, take advantage of, of walks. Um, and then from a, from a pitching standpoint, um, like you said, they're not, they're not a bad offense. They're just not as, um, not as big as they used to be. They used to be like, we're going to hit the ball of the park. Um, and now they try to use, they try to play fast a little more. Um, so we've got to make sure that we cut down on walks. Um, make sure we put the we make the plays when the ball is hit to us and everything like that and and hope for hope for a non windy day I guess would be the <laughs> best thing <laughs> well, which we're in Wichita Kansas so not unlikely uh, so excited to have all these we'll have all of the MIAA conference games at home the rest of the year for you on the audio network so make sure that you are listening and watching or watching either one on Friday we'd love to have you join us at three o'clock for the first pitch for the Jets and the Broncos coach Drew Mouse uh, we'll be talking to you a lot here these next few weeks thanks so much appreciate it Garrett Van Deventer is scheduled to be the game one starter We'll talk to him next on the JetCast. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita, listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org.
Don Linger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Don Linger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at donlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Don Linger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Back here getting set for Newman Jets baseball, our debut on the network this week. So excited to have Newman Jets baseball for you here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Big series against a regional rival in central Oklahoma. We'll have the games covered for you. NewmanJets.com slash listen. As we mentioned, it's a 3 o'clock first pitch on Friday. And Garrett Van Deventer is with us. a 6-2 pitcher out of Arkansas City and MIAA Pitcher of the Week this year. 3-2 and two with a 4.71 ERA. And he gutted through a five-inning loss at UCM, but he had strung together three straight quality starts before that. Garrett, thanks so much for being on the show. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. Well, I really appreciate it. The, this week is a little bit different for you guys as we get set. Tuesday, you, you guys had to move the series to a Sunday-Monday and then off day on Tuesday, getting back into the groove of things on Wednesday. People will be watching and listening to this on Wednesday. How do you – you guys know in baseball that the schedule is only a suggestion. How do you guys try to keep yourself flexible? Are, are, you, a, are you a real regimented player in terms of how you like to kind of prepare for your start every week? Uh, you know, I mean, last year was kind of uh, when I got into the starting role here. It was a you'll pitch every Friday. And, you know, once the schedule started getting adjusted, it was kind of nice getting those extra days of rest. But then you realize you're short for the next week. So last year was when I really kind of got used to that. And this year has already been – kind of attested that I've had a couple of short days of rest and then from Washburn to UCM I had two extra days actually which was nice but this week's going to be kind of a big league week for me I only got four days of rest sure. coming into UCO so do you, do you feel like you're ready to handle that <clears throat> yeah 100 percent uh we kind of kept I think we kept this on a pitch count this this past week at UCM okay uh, got up to about 85 uh, I'm going to get in the gym today get in the pool stretch out go see the trainer and just get my body ready to go this week Central Missouri is always a chore. What makes it so difficult to just string outs together against the Mules? Uh, th- I mean, you just can't take a pitch off, you know, one through nine. If uh, if you leave it anywhere they can hit it, they're going to take advantage. And a uh, conversation I was having uh, it was actually with my dad last night was, you know, those coaches, they get paid to watch film of me, of sure, me of throwing. Course. So, you know, with getting that pitcher of the week, it was a great reward, you know, good team effort. Um but that kind of just put me on the map and that more eyes were on me as if from a coaching position and, you know, throwing well against Rogers, against Washburn, even against Missouri Western, you know, they knew what my quirks were. They knew what my timings were, what I do differently, what I do in certain counts. So, you know, they, they put the ball in play when they needed to, and they um, hit a lot of ground balls where, uh, where our fielders weren't. So, I mean, it was just a, from pitch one to pitch 85, it was just a mental game. The well, whole time. And they, they talk about that in other sports where, you know, like if it's the, in football, you're playing a team for the third time, regular season, you go there, then you're in the NFL playoffs, you play them again. Mm-hmm. You know, people will talk about, well, how much do you change? Because at that point, you know, you don't necessarily want to change who you are because you're obviously having a great year. You're successful doing the things you do because that's what you do and you're doing them for a reason. But at the same time, 
time, I, I know this is the same way for you, you don't want to be predictable. Mm-hmm. So how do you kind of walk that line in terms of being the best pitcher that Garrett Van Deventer can be, but at the same time wanting to make sure that you're still keeping your hitters that you're facing off balance? Uh, you know, that's, that's one of my strengths is, you know, keeping them off balance. That's something that Coach Mouse and I have really tried to embrace this year. And uh, even for my defense, you know, I tell my shortstop, second base, and third baseman before every game, I said, be ready to, to stay busy today. <laughs> so, I mean, and against UCM, you know, they, they did put the ball on the ground a lot. Uh, they did put, elevate the ball a couple times off of me. Um, but I think they were really expecting me to, to, you know, stay low in the zone with a bunch of off speed, and they capitalized off that. Well, and you, uh, there's so many pitchers that, you know, all they care about is the strikeouts. They're, you know, you, there are so many pitchers that – are worried about making contact with bats, but you're a guy who looks, you almost invite the contact. You want contact with the bat. You're pitching to contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to make the pitch move too much has kind of been a battle of mine this year. You know, so when I get hitters into an 0-2 or even a 1-2 count, there'll be times where I'll throw a change up down, but I really try to get out there and make it move too much. Uh, so, you know, one thing we've really focused on is just trusting the grip and just throwing it, and if they hit it, they hit it. You know, a, a two-strike ground ball that finds a hole, it's, it's like a four or five hopper. I mean, I'm not really too concerned about that, but when I elevate a two-strike pitch and they get a double or a triple off of it, that's when something has to change there. Well, and, and you know, we talked about you gaining confidence a little earlier on, and, you know, you go nine innings against the number 21 Hill Cats, get a complete game shut out. You know, uh, that had to feel pretty good. What was working for you that day? Uh, you know, I mean, it was it was pretty cold that day. Staying <laughs> was. St- staying warm was probably the hardest part of that day. Um, but you know, we Mouse and I were talking before that game, and uh, we just wanted to you know keep the same approach with them. And you know, we're, I was able to move the ball in and out, given that I couldn't really feel my hands that much. <laughs> but uh, defense was working really well that day. Um, that was a great team effort of a win. You know, like I said in the article, you know, the award might be in my name, but that was a full Newman Jets effort. Coach, Coach Mouse is coaching pitchers for the first time. Not that I know that from talking to him in the past, he has, you know, given his opinion in the past on pitchers, whether he's the pitching coach or not. But what's it been like to be working with him a little bit more closely with him coaching the pitchers directly this year? You know, it's been great. Um, you know, Robbie did a really good job last year with us. And, and, you know, Mouse really, he stepped up to that role and he's done a great job of, you know, being there for us to just watch us play catch warm up give us drills to work on he's even uh researched some things you know to help us keep our bodies in shape uh, like post throwing and um he's just done a really good job communicating with us even during the game after the game even on our off days he's done well um, with giving us the tools that we need to, you know, stay healthy and be successful on the mound. Well, what are your thoughts on this Bronco team that comes up, uh, not playing with a tremendous amount of confidence, lost their last series, but a team that has, for the most part, pitched really well. They're kind of in the middle of the pack in terms of batting average this season, but a team that has hit very well historically in the MIAA. Uh, what are your thoughts as you begin to scout this Bronco team? You know, looking at how they've been this year, it's it's going to be a mound matchup. Um, it's going to be really tough you know their hitters are going to be good you know I know they're going to be prepared for us and uh, we took the series from them last year at their place which was really good and you know going up against even a a former coach he's going to know us on a on an even deeper level of how we play so it's going to take a real big team effort to look past that and just know that it's another opponent that we got to take care of business with. The, that's not always the case when you go up against a team that has an, a, a former assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you try to approach that matchup? Obviously, I know you guys loved playing for Coach Ray. I'm sure that there's a competitive part of you that wants 
you really want to beat you don't want to lose this series mm -hmm. and at the same point you don't want to let that get in your head either of saying oh well gosh he's going to know everything that I throw and all my tendencies and you know how do you kind of play that mind game knowing that you know he knows what you did last year but again trying to keep them off balance and, and be a little bit unpredictable yeah I mean I mean, at the end of the day, you know, w once you step on that field, there's really you have no friends that are on the other team. Um, <laughs> of course, it's it's always you against the enemy. And you know, I have a lot of respect for Robbie. He he was he's great getting me here. You know, he helped me out a lot last year, like I said. But this weekend, it's going to be all about what can we do to keep him from beating us, just because he knows us. You know, we got to trust the work that we've put in this year with under Coach Mouse. And the stuff that he's taught us this year because we've actually – I'm a senior in college, and I've learned a lot of stuff this year from Coach Mouse. Of course. And, you know, using trusting that and using that this weekend is definitely going to be an advantage that, we, that we're going to have. It is a three-game series Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Jets and the Broncos, 3 o'clock first pitch. And, of course, pregame with Coach Mouse at 2.45 on Friday on the Newman Jets Audio Network, newmanjets.com slash listen, or, of course, on the Newman Athletics app. And this guy is going to be going in game one. Garrett, good luck. Thanks so much for the yep. time. Thank you. Appreciate Coach it. Coach Gustafson, we're talking Newman Jets softball. We'll be back with Coach G right after this. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, uh, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club, Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in Red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. Wrapping up the JetCast here, talking softball. The Jets 9-17, and 17, but just getting underway in MIAA play. Coming off of a sweep. Four games, they played two different doubleheaders. Two down in Oklahoma, two here. And the Jets swept Northwestern Oklahoma State. Heading to Missouri Western this weekend for a 2 o'clock doubleheader on Friday. And then they go to Northwest Missouri State for a noon doubleheader on Saturday as they really start getting into MIAA play now. Coach Andrea Gustafson, Coach G joining us here on the JetCast. Coach, uh, congratulations. Big midweek uh, sweep for you here on t uh, on Monday this week. Thank you. Thanks the, for having me. Well, uh, you know, non-con is now mostly done. You guys still have a couple more non-con series coming up that you'll sprinkle in, but for the most part now, you're into your MIAA schedule. So how are you feeling about how this team has performed with the non-con, you know, let's say 80% complete? Um, you know, I would have liked to have seen us play a little bit better um, throughout the course of our non-conference games. Um, for some reason, we're having a hard time just going into every game with the confidence that we need. Um, we sometimes are playing not to lose instead of playing to win. 
and it makes a huge difference when you go out there, you know, going all out, playing to win every single pitch. And we sometimes don't do that because I, f- I feel like we're afraid to make plays, and you just can't do that. Well, and, you know, we, we talked with Anissa Ramos, and she definitely it, – it's one thing to say, you know, like, hey, we're feeling good. You know, I, I, you know, I don't have any reason to believe that she was not being genuine and honest. I mean, it seemed like you guys were feeling good. You guys had did good things last year, but, you know, it's a definitely a different step – to saying it, believing in the preseason, and then once you get the cleats on, you know, and the, the cleats hit the dirt, it's it's a little bit different, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really like this team, and, um, you know, every single time that we go out there, I fully believe that we're going to go out there and win, and there's not a team that we play against that I don't think we can beat. Um, but, like I said, the kids have just got to go out there and leave it all on the field, and, and they can't be afraid to lose. I mean, you, you can't win games that way, so... Um, we've been working in practice on, you know, just different hitting drills, uh, just different sayings, anything that we can do to try and get them to just go out there and play and uh, compete every single day. Well, and I know that, you know, for the space, they say that the space up here is, you know, maybe the most important, you know, maybe the most important piece of equipment for any mm-hmm. sporting team. But, boy, a doubles header sweep earlier this week over Northwestern Oklahoma State, that's got to help in a oh, big yeah. way. Yeah, for sure. Yesterday we showed up and we competed. You know, we didn't. We had a couple mistakes in the first game, and, you know, usually that leads to more mistakes. But yesterday we shut it off after those mistakes, and we continued to compete, and, and it showed. And I, I wish we can do the same things against everyone else that we do against Northwest Missouri or, or Northwest Oklahoma State. Cause... Hopefully you will do it against Northwest <laughs> yes. Missouri this yes. weekend. Yes, for sure. Well, and Gianna Navarro leading your team in batting average right now at 338 coming into uh, this, this portion of your conference schedule. What she's been what has she been doing that's led her to, to have the success that she's having this year um she's really had a lot of confidence lately she's going up there and seeing good pitches um not trying to do too much she's had a lot of line drives up the middle which when kids are hitting up the middle you know that they're seeing the ball well um so she's she's just going up there and, and we've we had her lower in the lineup we we she started hitting well so we moved her to lead off and she's done a really good job in that position and that not some players don't necessarily respond well to that you know they are hitting in the bottom and there's less pressure on them and then you move them to a different spot and it it doesn't go the way you want and there sometimes there are players who are not hitting well at the bottom you move them up to the leadoff hitter and like oh well we should have had her as the leadoff the whole time how, how do you kind of make that decision with you and your coaching staff as to you know like when to try to tinker with the order um you know Gianna's one of those kids that she doesn't let previous at bats affect her um she has a good eye at the plate uh yesterday was she had her first strikeout of the season so she's not going to strike out she's going to have good at bat she's going to put the ball in play and she's just one of those kids that she shows up to compete she doesn't like I said, let one at bat lead to another bat at bat or anything like that, or one error lead to another error. So we're like, you know what, let's just put her up there, and she's been performing ever since. Next week, we're going to talk to a softball player, Maddie Canez, or as Coach G likes to call her, Maddie Canes. <laughs> well, what's, what's it been like to, to coach Maddie? And, and uh, what I think she's second on the team in batting average going into this week, so she's been hitting the ball for you very well. Uh, you know, in addition to Gianna, uh, what does she bring to this team? Uh, she brings toughness. She's, she's She's a kid that will go out there every single day and compete. Um, She's a utility player, so we have played her all over the field. She's played third base before. We've had her play first base a little bit last year. Um, She's primarily playing outfield this year and left field. 
Um, and she's just a kid that wants to play. She doesn't care what position it is. She doesn't care where she is in the lineup. <laughs> she's going to dive. She's going to hustle. She's going to do everything that's asked of her to help this team. And so we love having her. Playing to win, in, in other words. Yes. In terms of the pitching, where do you think that the pitching is? Uh, got a pretty couple of pretty decent outings against Northwestern Oklahoma State. I know in the previous weekend, maybe not up to the standard that you would have liked. Where do you feel like this pitching staff is at this point? Um, we're obviously not where we want to be, um, but I think yesterday was a step in the right direction. Sure. Uh, we've seen these kids go out there and hit their spots, make their pitches work, so we know they can do it. Once again, I, I think it's all upstairs, <laughs> and <laughs> sure. um, they just have to go out there and they have to believe in what they do every single day in the bullpen and translate it into the game. So, Well, uh, you guys know that on the JetCast, we don't always just stay on the sport, and it's amazing when you get other opportunities how you research and you learn things and you wish, you know, like uh, nobody just tells me these things. How do I have to learn this? Um, but there is a certain Wichita State baseball player whose last name is Gustafson. Jaden G made his debut. I actually got to call some of his games, got his first ever collegiate uh, hit. Uh, how exciting was that? Were you watching or, or listening or were you at the game? Because uh, I know that, you know, the, the baseball season for Wichita State is going on at the same time as Newman, but uh, what was that like to be able to experience his first hit? Oh, I was actually there at the game for okay. his first hit, and that was really exciting to see him get that. And, um, you know, he's had some up and downs. He's a true freshman, so he's learning. Um, but he has a way better head on his shoulders than I ever did at that age. So he doesn't usually tend to let one bat at bat lead to another. So when I was there and I saw that, it was really exciting. To well, see and I, I got to call some, some of that Stetson series on ESPN Plus and radio. And then, you know, j just this past weekend, uh, I did the PA for one of those games that he came in. He had a couple more good at bats. So, you know, uh, not getting a ton of opportunities. But, boy, here uh, as a pinch hitter, these last couple of games, he's really been uh, taking advantage of them. Uh, how much, you know, you got a couple of D1 athletes uh, for parents and, uh, you know, dad play basketball, you play softball. How did he, you kind of get him more toward the diamond sports? Uh, what, what made him kind of want to what made him a more natural fit for baseball? Um, you know, he grew up at the softball field, so he he was at all my practices growing up. Um, he's he was a lefty. Yeah. He watched all of our slappers all the time. So when he was younger, he liked to go out there and pretend like he was a slapper and stuff. So I think that's where, because he likes to go the left side a lot. So I sure. think that's kind of where his left side ability comes from is he works on keeping his hands inside the ball and kind of pushing it to the left side like the slappers do. But um, he's got a pretty big body. So I think he needs to, you know, work a little bit more on pulling the ball sure. and get a little more power. But well, yeah. he hit a couple of those balls pretty yeah. hard for sure. How much? are you able to to watch and i mean is there in between innings are, are you kind of looking down at the phone to kind of check on the shockers <laughs> i have at times yeah. sure I wanted to see what's going on and um so the last couple weeks though on the weekend we've had some free time a yes. little bit so i've i've been able to been, go to some of those games i didn't i wasn't there for the ou game uh for his first start it was you know, a learning experience for him in that of game. Course. But um, my dad had texted me. We were playing games, and he's like, Jaden's starting. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we were right in the middle of our game, and, you know, I'm coaching. Of course. But, of course. You know, my kid's starting his first game, too. So it was – 
It's a balance. Yes, well, congratulations yes. <laughs> to you guys. And, and yes, yeah, certainly hope that Jaden G is certainly our favorite shocker here at, 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 at this school as well. Uh, pivoting back to you guys and your team, obviously a uh, big series coming up on the road, going to Missouri Western and then Northwest Missouri. Uh, what do you feel like are the keys and, and, and things that you've been looking at in terms of getting pre- pre- prepared for the Griffins and the Bearcats this weekend? Um, well, both of them have very good programs. Um, Northwest Missouri State is much improved over last Last year uh, they both have a couple pitchers you know that are that are doing pretty well this year but I think like I've said before um, there hasn't been a team that we face that I don't think that we can beat and I go into every single day believing that we're gonna get it done um, so I I look at us more so than the other team uh, whether we're going to show up to compete offensively, whether we're going to you know, show up to compete on the mound defensively, all of that. We have to play to win, and that's what I'm really looking for our team to do this weekend. It is a 2 o'clock doubleheader on Friday up at St. Joseph, and then they go to Northwest Missouri State. It is a noon doubleheader on Saturday. You can watch all four of the games on the MIAA Network, themiaanetwork.com slash Newman. Coach, good luck to you in Missouri this weekend. Thank you. And we'll be joined again by her softball player, Maddie Keynes, coming up next week, Maddie Kinez. And then we'll also be talking, I believe we've got Coach Torgerson back on the show next week, finally feeling back up to 100%. So we'll see you then. So until then, Blake Cripson, Wichita saying, go Jets. <laughs>